grab your definitely not trademarked silver masked huntsman and little green child friend. It's time for GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 453 uh, of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. And, and this is the year that we decided that what we need to do for ourselves is maybe take a string of weeks off at a time, you know? So we don't have Nick for a second straight week, which is fine. He's busy as shit. Yep. He's up in he'll, Canada, right? He'll be back at some point. I think he is. He's uh, He's part of that. Um, like Quebec, like SWAT team that they're sending into mm. France to quell the uprising. Huh. Leave so, it to Canada. Leave it to it's Canada. The... Actually, I don't think it's to quell. I think it's to help the uprising. Just like all those Batmen that jumped out of that cab. Did you see that video? Mm. Like, are we talking oh, about like, like the third Batman? No. Uh, like a huge passenger van pulled up to one of the riots in France. And like 22 dudes dressed as Batman walked out and just walked into the fracas. <laughs> That's awesome. Because Excellent. they are vengeance. La vengeance. A U-Haul truck say. full of Batmans. <laughs> is it Batmans? I don't know. That's no? just what it says. I, think I would, would say Batman, Batman. But yeah. You would just say Batman. Like I would. Or Batman. <laughs> you would. Uh, like a U-Haul van filled with Batsman. <laughs> See, you can tell it's the right way to do it because it rhymes. Yep. Which is how I, that's why I know when I hear something and it rhymes, I know it's right. Right. Yeah. Even if it's, it's wrong. a terrible way to, even if it's wrong. I'm, yeah. I'm like, you know what? It rhymes though. They put thought into that. That's you not that's fucked on, in the Feywild. Every, every Your whole public life. rhyme, every public rhyme you see or hear is purposeful no mm-hmm. one ever because they if they said it once out loud they go up oh, that rhymes and they either say well we can't have that or send rhymes it. send yep. it full send that's a thing i've never hmm. i okay. never once made that thought that all public rhymes are purposeful mm. what, what's one of those things that once you know it it's right i thought you were going to say Something about you have to show it. I anyway, wouldn't know, I wouldn't you know, know how on it. this cow. Yeah. Gross. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so how's everyone's it's, day? It's been, a, it's been a busy week, but it's yeah. been a, um, not for the right reasons. It's been like a weird week of weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's well said. Did any of that stuff, Joe, make you smile? You know what? I did have quite a few things that made me smile this week, but I'm going to um I'm going to hone in on one of them, I think. And I'm going to go with uh last night uh Lady Science and I were just trying to find something to do together. Uh because mm-hmm. we were tired and she doesn't like fireworks and the cats actually actually the cats didn't care about fireworks this year, which was nice. Uh previous years we've had to like you know, they, they freaks them out, but 
Sure. Um, but anyway, we, you know, we weren't going to a fireworks show. We weren't doing anything. We were both kind of worn out from the morning because we, um, uh, that's a pretty funny comment from Nick there in the, in the chat. Um, uh, we, we participate in the neighborhood parade, uh, with the church. Um, so anyway, we're just, we're sitting around last night looking for something to do. And so we threw on the old Netflix and, uh, watched Nimona. The uh, the new animated show movie thing, and uh, it was pretty good. It's not it's not a perfect movie by any means, but uh, it was a fun way to spend an hour and forty two minutes. Um, it's a very good story, I thought. Uh, heartwarming, well voice acted, beautifully animated. Um, so if you if you're looking for something to do, uh, uh, maybe with your kids, maybe with your spouse, uh, and you like animated stuff. Uh, Nimona on Netflix. Check it out. Is it a show or a movie? Because you made it is that a movie. very okay. It is a movie. It feels like it should, but be it's a episodic. Show. It should be in nature. Yeah. It, well, it, it feels like it. There's like it. It was the pacing was very choppy. Like it was like it was meant to be a miniseries. I guess it's based off a web comic, and that feel came through very strongly for me. Um. Okay. But it was it was fun uh, about a, a a girl who's like a shapeshifter and like a a rags to riches knight. Um, he's the first commoner to become a knight in this imaginary world. Um, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Um, there's like a Carrie Katy Perry dancing shark reference about halfway through okay. that makes very little sense, but is very fun. Right. So I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, it was a fun movie. I I liked it. Um, I tried to watch it uncritically, but I, my brain is broken. So, uh, Ryan, what made you smile this week? Um, well, first of all, it was a long weekend. Um, the, the four days off that we had was wonderful. Um, I don't think I got to tell you guys that we won our baseball Oh, fantastic. Uh, nice. we, we ended champions. Um, that was Friday. So that was the start of my long weekend was I coached my very last sport. Nice. Um, wow. For now, I don't know if I'll have a chance to uh, coach down the road, but I, you know, I don't know if I will either if I do get the chance, but um, it was a great send off with those boys that I've uh, with those young men, not boys anymore. Uh, they were boys. We were soldiers once and young. Mm-hmm. Um, Tinker Taylor. I was soldier. a boy. Tinker Taylor soldier. Now I'm a bat. But yeah, so um, uh, I believe the last time we recorded, did I talk about how we faced a pitcher that we that kicked our ass earlier in the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we fucking beat the food, beat the, and the we beat them all over the ballpark. The whole team Good. kicked your ass yeah. for a while, and um, then we we had to. Uh, uh, face the best pitcher in the tournament, second best, probably third, four, fourth best. Now, since all of our guys won, I think it wouldn't be couldn't be better than them. Right. But he's uh, he's got really good talent, exceptional talent pitching, and um, we beat him all over the ballpark. We hit the fuck out of him. We embarrassed him. Um, we'll never lose to him again. Uh, nice. Kicked the shit out of him. We had hits up and down the fucking lineup. Great defense, beautiful defense, um, and just. Uh, just there was it was a no doubter we won going away and i woke up that morning unlike the first two games where i had like the nervous shits all day mm-hmm. i woke up that morning and was like we're good we we're gonna we we're gonna be just fine tonight and then they went out and just we beat them 10 to 1 
Damn. Um, Very just nice. Beat the brakes off of them in a full seven inning game. So uh, I would say the long weekend mixed with that, a whole lot of family. Um, my father-in-law cooked some good pork chops. Nice. Yeah, it was uh, fireworks were fine. Um, yeah, that's what made me smile. A good long oh, yeah. weekend. And uh, how about you, Rob? Uh, I was able to get some Warhammer in with some of my buddies. So that was particularly nice. I think that was Sunday. Did you play your like giant chaos? N- no, I'm, you? I, I'm still in the process of getting uh, those guys assembled. Uh, no. So we were playing some Kill Team, which is the smaller scale stuff. Uh, I had gotten one of my friends uh, who had not yet actually played a game uh, to uh, finally give it a go, give it a go. And uh, he seemed pretty enthralled with it, which was great. And then uh, Thursday, I broke my smoker out and threw some broths and sausages on. That was nice. Uh, and then today I found out that I got a hundred on one, a hundred percent on one of my finals and I got to turn in my other final. Uh, which is the last thing that I did turn in for this semester. So I'm fucking done. I get to enjoy a little bit of a summer now. There you go, By dude. that, I mean I get to work. Well done. We Excellent. did it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Starts Zoom back in, up what? Yeah, three ship. weeks? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it is what it no, is. No, you know what you got to do, though. Good for you, man. You're putting in the work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Love so. love watching dudes better themselves. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. So put some plugs in and then we'll move to our main topic. Hell yeah. Hey guys, question for you. Yeah. I'm I'm here. Ask um, away. Where would you go if you were looking for like like knee pads and hair ties? But like they had our slogans and logos on them and stuff. I don't um, know. Volleyballmag.org. Oh, you went that volleyball, doesn't sound right. which is nice. I no. was thinking maybe what? a lion's den, but in lieu of going to hmm. an adult sex shop, maybe we go to Threadless. Maybe we go specifically to gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com? Could I get a, could I get a, a hat rack? I believe so. Nice. Can I get the shower curtain? Yeah. What about stickers? Nope. Oh, okay. There's How about stickers. a notebook? Yes. Fantastic. That's if GCL. I went there, could I, possibly, <laughs> could I possibly get a discount? Yes. How could I do that? We'd have to create a discount code. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> gcl.threadless.com so topics from a hat (laughs) what should we talk about this week i would like there is something i'd like to talk about if you don't mind and maybe maybe it'll spawn some conversation um i watched shazam 2 over the weekend okay and i'm okay I'm not upset about anything. I don't care. It's a movie. But Shazam, just a Shazam, was one of the, was like a refreshing, not only DC hit, 
but like it's a good movie. It's a great family flick. It's fun for adults. It's like an all aged romp. It's a good sure. movie. And they did a, a button scene at the end where it like th- they pulled like a like a cool, obscure DC villain, like a little green talking worm who's like super intellectual and shit. All right. And then yeah. they did the, they did the sequel and they didn't touch it at all. And they did some other thing completely. And the whole thing was bad and the bad acting and terrible CGI. And like, it was just bad. And there was like things set up with no payoff. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Why are they doing this? Why are they? Why? Why are studios take over? It wasn't Zack Snyder. No, it was the same. I believe it was the same team from the first one. But I think like they must have known that. Like maybe it was just lightning in a bottle. The whole Snyderverse thing was going away completely, and they they had to get rid of that because Black Adam was a failure, and the new you know we got to get. Boy, was it! How could you? Oh, you're doing like a subterfugal thing. (laughs) Right, I like subterfugal thing as a. Did you see that movie? Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's terrible. I heard. I heard it was awful. It's really bad objectively bad i think it's it beats out aquaman in my opinion as as the worst that's probably the worst yeah yeah, yeah i would say so aquaman was i the don't worst know before that uh you know what i say that but then i reflect on how much i truly hate batman versus superman yep and what a what a special place that holds in my heart and by that i mean that's the oh, worst no. fucking movie i've ever seen not good. I don't know if it's, it's the worst pretty fucking seen. terrible. It is pretty bad. So you know what? Shaz- I Shazam two is take so it bad. Guys. In the, is it really bad? I'm sorry. Yeah, that it's, sucks. It's not just bad. It's also so bad in comparison. Yeah. Because Shazam itself is a really good movie that I'll like watch. Yeah. Whatever. Like I remember the kids are like, let's put Shazam. I'm like, yeah, Shazam, cool. Yeah. It was like the first movie Macklin bought with his allowance. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is nuts to go from that high to that low. They completely forgot what the movie's like core theme was and what made the first one so heartwarming and good. Like I cry when I watch it. Mm. Um, It's just bad. It's awful. Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu took a fucking paycheck, which is fine. I get it you need to money's not coming in they want you they're gonna pay you it's a one and done phone it in that's fine it's wild but the cgi is terrible and the story's bad i do feel like cgi is one of those things that's not going to get better anytime soon unless they unless i'm sure there's i'm sure they're in a union right i don't know if animators are I think that some studios have been working on that. And I know that I have heard pushes for different like animation studios to try and unionize. Um, Good question. I watched a TikTok or a a reel or whatever the other day about why, like why you're seeing such bad CGI in movies recently. Mm -hmm. And it's because there's like, it's not like there's one, uh, the idea that like Weta Digital did all the CGI for Lord of the Rings right. is why it's so good. Uh, oh. Because they they put a bid for the whole movie to Weta. Weta said, this is what we'll do it for. 
And there was built in like, hey, if, if you want more, you're going to pay more. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get less. All that shit. Where now every VFX shot in a film is bid out. Yikes. And that's why when you see like at, the end, at the end of the film where there's like, like 400. 400, like a block of names, that's because it's bit out. And each individual frame is bid. It's not like this scene. It's each individual frame is bid out. So if you're an artist and they want you and you can demand the money that you want, you might get to animate a whole section of the film, let's say, because you have the power to do that. But maybe you're just an animator and you're a CGI guy and you fucking submit a bid and they accept it for this two, two frames of six. Well, well, you have a deadline and you have to do, you, you can't do more than they're paying you because you won't get paid for it. So even if it's not your best work and you hit the deadline, there it is. Uh, bid upheld and we move on and maybe i do it a little bit better in the first two frames but you got the bid for the last four frames and you do it just a little bit worse so it doesn't look the same or smooth or something's wrong with it or your henry cavill's mustache Mm. and so that's why it's so that's why it's bad and that's why it's like like the current way they do it doesn't work that's just incredible it is I would have thought that it was like, I you hired me to do all your CGI, right? And so that's what I do is all of your CGI, and I have a team for your CGI me. for like X kind of effect. I do your backgrounds, right? I do all your I do, all I do explosions. your character. I do your character yeah. design, right? I do your pyrotechnics. And I do like all explosions. Physics. I and do explosions. it in the computer. It's all. I'm a. I'm a physics I'm your, and fire expert guy. So I'm going to go in and do, I'll do the first layer of animation and it's the explosions on top of your background. Let all the other guys do the other shit. I just do the fire. Right. And so all the fire looks good. Yeah. It'd be weird to do it otherwise, but like I might do the fucking pyrotechnic CGI in the first half of the film and Rob does it in the second half and we don't like each other or fucking whatever. Yeah. Or because they think Rob is better. They paid him more. So I did a little bit worse of a job. My fire is objectively better than your fire that's true. That is true. And that's a show title. My fire, <laughs> My fire is, a, is better a, than your fire. Objectively better. <laughs> that's solid. <laughs> I like that. It's just strange because like that's the thing that uh people were talking the most about the Flash movie is the CGI is just terrible. Well, that and the fact that Ezra Miller is still in it. <laughs> well, so they did a cost think of that think of that fucking conversation too though they did a cost benefit analysis on that and real and said like it'll be better for us if we just keep him in the movie win or lose rather than say they were willing to have a a tear like they would rather lose their investment on the movie and have it just be the death knell of that whole era of dc comics restart with james gunn move on then like just recast the flash wild i wonder and how many times in our lifetime are we gonna watch them try and fail to reboot this do you think do you think james gonna fail uh i i can't help but imagine that (laughs) i can't help but imagine that uh he's gonna brick out eventually right and like 
how great was the latest Guardians? I haven't seen it, so really I have good. absolutely no like. Okay, cool. Really like, good. All right. So maybe so the best. Still, still, so still has it clearly. And I did like Suicide Squad, which I believe was James Gunn as well, right? That the was second James one. Gunn. Second one. So like the good Suicide Squad movie, right? So like there is still potential there, but I just can't help but feel like uh, uh, this. I don't know. I, I I feel like this market is just so saturated as it is it already, and they just seemingly haven't got it off the ground yet. And they've brought in some big Heavy, names, big names, everything. They can't. They big, can't get out of their own way. Is the problem? They can't. Yeah. Um, they yeah. They have bad leadership at the top. It's the same reason that Fantastic Four never took off. Which is wild. They, it's Marvel's most profitable property. Yeah. Yep. Strange. Everyone they, loves but, that story. But they've always had interference from the top. Mm-hmm. Like the producers who are just money people and are like, put this person in it because they make money for us. So now we got fucking Miles Teller as Reed Richards. Right. The... uh so James Gunn is starting with uh, Superman Legacy, which and they just cast their Superman, right? Superman and Lois Lane. Um, the Blue Beetle movie that's coming out is actually the first movie of the new James Gunn DC. Excellent. I'm not going to lie. I'm more interested about that than I think I am it- for any other DC property that they could probably put out. It looks shockingly good and it feels um it feels like when they announced Guardians and you went who the what the fuck is Guardians? I I feel the same way about the Blue Beetle. I feel like once upon a time there was a cartoon for Blue Beetle uh cuz I vividly like recall watching or and reading about Blue Beetle quite a bit growing up. Um yeah, I mean, it's a alien Iron Man suit. It's pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah. Well, the cool thing about like what Rob just or not Rob, what Joe just said when he talked about like the first time you heard about Guardians of the Galaxy, you're like what the fuck is this, right? Mm-hmm. The next movie after Superman Legacy is The Authority. Right. The Eric okay. Cartman vehicle? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's yes. He is um the authority is a um was like a DC, a DC offshoot comic that they were like their own like DC superheroes. So there's like a guy on a team, his name's like Apollo, and he's basically he's Superman. Ah, oh, all right. And then there's Midnighter, who is Batman. And okay when DC reacquired that branch and had those characters, they popped up in some Superman stories. And then they eventually Superman like destroyed them because they were like bad guys, but then they were bad guys. They were just heroes who were willing to do anything. Yeah. They're like, they're like peacemaker kind of. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's James Gunn. Like on the range from, from justice league to Watchmen, they were like right in the middle. They're right in the middle. And then Superman allowed one of them to rebuild the authority as like a superhero team. So there's going to be members of the authority who are the bad guys in the Superman legacy film. 
And then the next movie will be them starting the authority brand new with a new roster as good guys. So before we even get to Batman, we're going to have the Midnighter who uh, Midnighter and Apollo, who are Batman and Superman, um, are in an open homosexual relationship. Excellent. And they fight crime and they fight crime together. And they are like, um, they Apollo is more like Omni Man. He just destroys things. And okay. mid, and Midnighter is like a Batman who kills. Okay. And then they like and they like they'll have like a spat and then they'll beat some guys up and then they'll fucking kiss and fuck. Nice. Um, and they're not the leaders of the team. The Batman and Superman figures are are like background characters of the authority. Fascinating. Yeah. See, and, I'm I'm more intrigued by by trying to move into the, the more obscure stuff mm-hmm. because I feel like that's where you have an opportunity to try and like really find your hits because you've tried Batman over and over and over again. Some of them have been really great. Yeah. Some of them have been mid. Some of them have been bad. Sus. Uh, sus, as it were. Uh, same thing with Superman. Great show. Uh, same with your Justice League in general. Like. I I really like trying to to move into the more obscure characters and stories until they get to Blackest Night, in which case they should do that. They should always, 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 always do Blackest, do Blackest Night. Night. Well, yes. and just just do it. It should it should be the end game of every one of these. Yeah, Blackest it, Night. Yeah, and then the joke. God, I want it so bad. Just a fit, like a billion dollar movie. Sorry, way more interesting than than Flashpoint Paradox for the fourteenth time. For the 14th time. Well, see, DC had to get on the multiverse train because the fucking talking heads at the top are like, look what Marvel's doing. Yeah. So we need to do it first. Right. That's why I think that DC should go straight to the end and go right to, to the end. Blackest Night. Just go right, right to, to the end. Billion dollar movie. See, do Blackest Night. Call it over. What would be wrong with sitting down? Um, if you were a Warner Brother exec and Rob walked in and said, hear me out. We're going to do one movie. We are going to cast every major DC character with a big, splashy, sexy fucking actor and actress. We're going to get Christopher Nolan to come in and direct it. We are going to do Blackest Night. It's going to be dark and fucked. And there's going to be it's going to end not happily. And one movie. Give me three and a half hours. Two movies. No, one Four hour long movie. Perfect. I'll do it. And it's not canon to anything. If this guy wants to do Blackest Night later, cool. cool. Great. This is literally, this is a movie. This is not spinning off into a franchise. None of these actors can ever be used again in DC. So keep that in mind. Because we're killing them all. And we're not telling anybody. You fucking hear me? We're not telling Mm -hmm. goddamn soul. It's just going to be released. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you like, give like, give the like trailer the for it six months Gen before. Con. Yeah. Yes. Oh, attention world. <laughs> yeah. Blackest, Blackest night, night has been released. Has been released. released. Movie theater. <laughs> it just no. It and comes, then the world it comes fucking your, erupts. It comes onto your TV like that fucking U two album that no one wanted. It's just it's on your TV and you have to watch Back. it until it's turned off. Perfect. That's Warner incredible. Yeah, me. go pitch that to Apple. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's on everybody's phone right yeah, now. Clearly, they're not worried about it. 
it's free, but here's the deal. It's it's uh it's a terrible you can't delete yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Your phone's free, but it's a teraflop. It is it's just raw files. We may <laughs> render them yourself and yeah. at your own risk. Peerless. Amazing. That would be everybody in the everybody every iPhone in America is bricked, but everybody has the movie, right? Um, so come buy a new phone. So right. I, I suppose, kind of tailing off of that DC conversation a little bit, is there any obscure characters or like story arcs that you guys would be particularly interested for them to explore? I do not know. Joe, I thought you were a huge Lobo fan. Oh, wait, do I know Lobo? Yes. He's the pasty white dreadlock space bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. I am a big Lobo fan. Who does he remind me of? You know what I really want is a Solomon Grundy film, actually. I don't know. I love Grundy. Now... Would you do something contemporary or would you want to try and go with something that's like the, I don't know, like 1950s noir style? Ooh, that's a good question. Like noir or I suppose. Because he was the like zombie gangster, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the zombie gangster. I would do, I think I'd want to do the story where he, um he does like one last job for that, um, uh, DC's version of Doctor Strange, who wears the helmet that turns him into the Sorcerer Supreme. Hmm. Ah, uh, fuck. What is his name? God damn it. I, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I can picture him in my. Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. Yes. Thank nice. you. I didn't realize he was. He was, he was both, in I didn't Black realize Adam. He was also a doctor. Was he? Yeah. Mm, neat. Yeah. There's um. There's there's a there's a storyline yeah. that I I I I know it's the same mm. Solomon Grundy. From the animated, from Batman the animated series, makes it into the. Um, it's like the, from the same animation house and studio and and teams that did Batman the animated series and the animated Justice League and the animated Superman. They also do this other story where um, Solomon Grundy gets brought along for like one last job for for Doctor Fate, and Doctor Fate's like, "I'm going to give you all this gold," and Grundy's like. Actually, for once in my life, I don't want gold. I want to know who the fuck I am. <laughs> and Dr. Fate says, all right, if that's what you want. And uh, and so Grundy figures out who he was and then dies happy. And it's incredible. Hmm. It's one of my favorite DC stories. All right. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. This guy. Grifter. Mm-hmm. I want to bring that nice. guy. I want a I want a grifter uh, I want a grifter movie, yeah. Gosh. Don't know anything about him. I typed in obscure DC characters, and uh, yeah, his alias is Cole Cash. Cole Cash. Fuck yeah. That's like a um a really easy cosplay. Yes. Also, like a WWE. Oh God, yeah. Name. Cole Cash. Cole He's going to fucking advance you a payday loan or some shit, and then he hits your head off the turnbuckle. His brother, Cash, got him with a payday loan. Was uh, Max <laughs> Cash, in case you were wondering. His uh, what? 
His brother, uh, who is deceased, is uh, Max Cash. Cole uh, and Max Cash. Those should be played by Dylan and Cole Sprouse. <laughs> They're also a tag team fucking WWF. His occupations Absolutely. include He's going to max out your credit card. Con man and soldier. He gets you with that. Remember the old school credit card machine where you put the credit card in and you click, you like you you push the thing over it? Remember that at all? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I forgot does, about it. He does the he does the old school credit card machine with your face. He gets your hair and he does the he rakes yeah. it across his fingers. Look at all the credit card machine. Yeah. <laughs> Cole Cash. Excellent. They were uh cummerbunds. Fantastic. And, and bow ties. I I love it. And they got that knot that grandpa. Snedden or Kuykendall invented that yeah. unties when you pull it. Yep. 100%. Because a lot of guys will go to grab their tie and then all of a sudden the tie comes off. They go yep. like, what? And then it and turns then they... into a snake through the magic of uh, <laughs> Yahweh. <laughs> yep. You nailed it. And then the Israelites go free. It's a weird story. It's so weird. It is. There's a lot of, but look, if you, if you watch the show, they do backstory a lot. Right. It's it's a several week arc on the yeah, WWE, it really on Monday is. Night Raw. It really is. Because it, yeah. it's Monday Night Raw, just R.A. Right. Because right, right, it's all about deities. Right. It's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll have you know that I'm balls deep in this guy's wiki right now. And this is fucking stupid. Cole Cash. <laughs> Hell yeah. Was he on a team called Wildcats? Uh, I, I think that I had seen uh, that just now. Uh, so he is an ex-soldier turned superhero and vigilante. His firearms expertise make him an incredible marksman and one of the most dangerous men in the world. You know what? He's not like... Through oh. Damonite experimentation, he also gained telepathy and telekinesis. Oh, shit. All right. What's funny is they said, like, his firearms training makes him good at it. Makes him <laughs> deadly. Makes him they didn't say, like, he it. never misses or he always hits his target. Or they just said, like, his firearms training makes him good at shooting at it, at things. <laughs> they gave him, they may as well not even said it. He managed to hold his own against Batman, comma, for a while, period. <laughs> what does that mean? He is skilled enough to defeat Red Hood in hand-to-hand combat. Sometimes. Red, Red Hood is like... It's Jason Todd. It's a the, thing uh, I can figure out how to right. measure against. Right. I'm surprised it didn't say he was able to hold his own against Red Hood sometimes, comma, sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> he had a good credit score. It he wasn't good... incredible, but it was good. It was like yeah. a five eighteen, right? It was like a like a like a six seventy, right? Right. So I have a lot of problems with this character, but I think the the thing that I hate most about him is his taste in men, uh, because he's considered Superman the most attractive dude he's ever seen, and dude. John Johns exists. It's true. That's you live true. It, you live in a same universe as Martian Manhunter. Yeah. So 
Go no. fuck yourself. What a terrible, terrible person. Fuck you, Grifter. Every week, I would like to pick a new obscure DC character and just read through their wiki and figure it out. And figure, I love and, it. and figure out exactly why we've never heard of Grifter before. There's some great, good ones out look, there. There's here's some the great deal. obscure I'm, ones. I'm going to give you five stars out of five for name. I think Grifter is a fantastic name for a fucking vigilante-esque fucking anti-hero, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. But and make I'm him definitely... a but, but make him a con man, man. Well, I I don't know if you had heard me, but his occupations did include uh, bodyguard, con man, and soldier. Oh, so well, then maybe his name should be bodyguard, not grifter, since that was the first thing listed. I don't know. <laughs> Body grifter. I don't. Body grift yeah. is a. <laughs> Another move I do in the ring where I take you, <laughs> I, I grab you by like the scalp and I pretend to pull your skin off during Monday night. That, I feel like that's one of the uh, because <laughs> 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 it's like Sorry. an eagle noise. Go on, yeah. Uh, buck froze. There you are. Uh, know, it's I like the it. uh, the the um, skin jumper from Dresden. Yes. Body grift. Exactly correct. Body grifting, which is also a very cool cyberpunk theme you could expound on, Rob. Oh, absolutely. Body grifting. Surprise Stephen King hasn't already tried to get at that one. Anyway, five stars for the name, bud. Yep. yep. One star is down the list for everything else. I, I don't I don't get your I don't get your shtick. Better luck next feel, time. Uh, you know what though? Cash. I take that back. I'll give me, I'm gonna give you I'm going to give you four stars for ensemble. I really like the look. Yeah. I, I love that. I, all I have to do is cut up my Deadpool mask and find an umpire's vest. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I got and it. You're good. We should actually, we should give it a, a five stars. We should always measure these DC characters in name mm-hmm. appearance and would you say, uh, I don't want to do skill set, but vibe. like vibe, yeah, vibe. I'm, I'm vibe. fine with vibe. <laughs> vibe, vibe yeah. is pretty all encompassing. Yeah, I'm giving Grifter a, a a five four two. All right, that's an eleven. Uh, that's an eleven for Grifter. We should chart these. Damn it, yeah, I'm going to go with a three three two. You know what? Threes across the board. I'm, I'm liking this vibe. I'll do uh, uh, four, uh, three, four. So I'm not going to repeat all these. 11 we, and nine and 11. Do we take an average? Sure. And is that sure. where we chart them? Oh, God. Is the no. average change? I'm done with statistics. I'm done with graphing. No, 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 you no, can't no, but fucking make me I'll, do it I'll anymore. Do, I'll do all the work. But we can't do average if Nick's not always here or we're not always. So we can't do that. That's fair. Better better pull it then. So just add it. Two 11s and a nine, right? Yeah. So a 31. So Grifter lands at a 31. Yeah. Out of a possible. uh, Out of a possible. 40. 45, right? Yeah, 45. 31 to 45. That's that's a good score for Grifter. Yeah. Hmm. That'll pass okay. in math class. That'll pass it. It's uh, if you round it up, sixty nine percent. 
Nice. Nice. I thought, thought you were going to do. Oh, nice. That's why you said it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said it. No, yeah, correct. Uh, Rob, what are you geeking on this week, bud? I am fucking just glad to be done with class. I'm geeking on building these giant ass Warhammer models that I have. I have time to do it now. And I've had them sitting and taunting me on my desk and they look fucking rad. And I've got some really cool ideas um, that I have pilfered from the Internet to give me inspirations from my own. So uh, I'm just ready to, to get into it. I've got the first one pretty much finished and I'm currently working on magnetizing some of the weaponry for it because uh, these guys are big and expensive and I don't want to have to buy a shit ton of them. So I'm going to magnetize the weapons so I can switch them out. and. Uh, um, Play around um, with whatever you, I want. Like drill holes in them and put the magnets in. Yeah, little pinholes so, or rare earth magnets. So so that is definitely awesome. one way that you can do it. Uh um it's basically either that or um cutting off different parts of it in strategic places and adhering magnets to it there at like gotcha. different joints oh, and places. Sense. That but makes a lot some more of the, sense. Some of the smaller ones you can definitely do the drilling on, and I've considered it for for some of those. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, good shit. I love uh, it. Joe. It'll also make it easier to mm, pack them, probably, for travel. Uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. You won't have, because... like, an arm out with a gun you have to figure out how to keep sturdy and stable in a box. Right. I can just put all of my weapons in one little travel thing and then put some magnets on the bat- uh, bottom of my big knights and then put them in a carrying case. Um, and it'll it'll... Save me tons and tons of future headaches. Nice. I love it. I, um, I have fallen down a new rabbit hole that I did not, I never expected to fall down. Um, YouTube served me up in the algorithm information about watch collecting. And I just find it. It's fascinating to me because it's such a goddamn boring fucking hobby mm-hmm. that people seem to be crazy about. Just absolutely insane. Mark Wahlberg has like a $60 million watch. That makes me nauseous. It's disgusting. It's all it does is tell time. It does nothing special about it. It's just like it's unique and a Rolex. And so it's crazy expensive. And I just, I find it fascinating. Um, and I, I also, it, 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 it made me go um, dig out when my, when my great grandpa was kind of going through his stuff. Cause he knew his time was coming up. Um, one of the things he did, he did was he gave me his old watch, which was a, a Seiko four, three, three, six quartz. Just, it's just a mechanical quartz watch. Um a plain Jane, you can find one on eBay for like 80 bucks. It's, it's nothing special, uh, but it's special to me because it was his and he, you know, he's my namesake. And also it was his dad's. And so like, I'm the third, it's a, it's a three Joe watch uh, at this point, which is neat. Um, means absolutely nothing. And is a nonsense phrase, but it was, it's all I could think of today as I was thinking about it. I was like, ah, it's a three Joe watch. That's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> it's a show title too man yeah um and it's just it's fascinating you get into it and you you look at all these different brands and like 
like how many different brands of watches could you name? And before this week, I would have maybe said two. I'd have been like Casio, Rolex, Timex. So three. Casio, Rolex, I, Timex. I said Rolex, Fossil. Oh, Fossil. That's Casio, a good one. I think. Yeah. Or Seiko. Four. Four. Yeah. Mm. Right. And there's tons out there. And uh, I I got into... um. I went deep down the rabbit hole trying to, cause I was like, well, you know, I, I bought all these nice, you know, these suits that actually fit me instead of just wearing these old crappy suits that I bought like right out of college uh, or while I was in college. Um, and I, I say all these, I bought like two new suits and they were just slightly more expensive than what I paid in college for them. Um, and they were on sale. Otherwise I wouldn't have done it. But um, I, I'm like, well, what about dress watches? Like, should I get a dress watch? So I started looking into dress watches and, um, I'm not going to get a dress watch, but anyway, I, I found out there's like, uh, like there's a really cool watch company called Mr. Jones watches that uh, all of their watches are so fun. Um, my, my two favorites, one is, uh, they call it, it's the silent thief and it's like a blue and gold looking watch with a, uh, a magpie wearing a string of pearls and what's, the, what's uh, it called again? Uh, Mr. Jones watches. Uh, and this particular watch, the design is called the silent thief because time is the silent thief and magpies are thieving birds. And um, the, the bird actually like the way that you tell the time, the bird's eye follows the hour. And then there's like eggs around the, uh, the outside that measure the the second and the minute. It's, it's a really cool looking watch. They also have one called the accurate, which is just a plain Jane uh, white background with hand with just regular black hands but then in red on the hands it says um uh remember that you will die or whatever it's the memento mori and so it's like it's the most accurate timepiece because it's a timepiece that reminds you the one truth we all share which is that we'll all die hell yeah (laughs) hey badass you didn't tell us about the perfectly useless afternoon oh i love the perfectly useless afternoon just the person in the pool it's a person in a pool on like a a, an inner tube yeah And then there's like a rubber duck, which I'm going to guess is the um, minute hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see it, but. I can. These are fascinating. Oh, they're yeah. I. My it's thing a cool is little watch company. It is a very cool little watch company. Um, you know, that's somebody who said, like. How do you change a watch? Right. It's like the simplest design. How do you everybody like how do you change? How do you make a watch? not a watch, but still function as a watch. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. All of his designs, all of the designs on that are awesome. And they're all like that. Um, and then another cool company, I, I got, I got deep enough into it that I found a small company in Chicago that is relatively new. They got their start in like 1999, but uh, the founder's granddad was like a Swiss watchmaker. And that's how he got into the business um, called Wolf Point watches. Um, and they've got like really cool, like Chicago themed watches. They've got like uh bean watches and they have um there's there's like a Wrigley uh themed one that's all pretty much always sold out, it seems like to me. But um but it's just neat. It's neat to find like um like there are these really cool watches out there that are just pieces of art, works of art. They're not just a fucking status symbol Rolex bullshit. Um, you know, uh and and you could find stuff that like, you know, like I, I'm I'm really into Seiko. Because my the what the first watch I got now for, that has any meaning to me was a Seiko, right? You know, um, I think the Mister Jones watches are really freaking cool uh, because they're just they're just cool. They're they're unlike yeah. anything I've ever seen in a watch. 
Agreed. Um, I think the the Wolf Point watches are really cool because they're Chicago, and you know, and it's new. I love I love Chicago as like the scrappy new kids on the block kind of thing compared to these old European and Japanese watchmakers. Uh, I just think it's neat. So, uh, so yeah, I'm kind of geeking on watches this week. Uh, God help me if I ever get Ooh. into it enough to have a big collection. Um, but well, Jesus Christ, it's neat to think about because they're, I don't know. I, the, I, I, the Wolf Point Chicago CB2. Yeah. Right. Fuck my butt. Isn't that a fantastic looking watch? Damn. I really That's like, I think it's the, it was the Black Panther or something. Black Panther. Yeah. Orange Moon is a hot little watch. Damn it, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> but they're neat. It's, it's they neat are little, neat. They're pretty cool. It's a neat little hobby. It's a dumb hobby. I don't I don't want to get into it, but I just it's neat to learn about watches. You should get a good hobby like Warhammer War instead. <laughs> Be a lot more useful. <laughs> something something that has had no problems. You know, it's a watch you can war game with. Yeah. A watch you can war game with. Oh mm. man, put that on a hat. <laughs> i'll put it in the show uh, notes yeah right what are you geeking on this week have you guys uh heard of a little show called black mirror i uh, have never seen a lick of it really yeah you can watch me? the very first episode tonight nice Thoughts? might be what i'm doing until i catch up um if every episode is, first of all, love the concept of like season one is uh, 10 episodes and they're all, they're, it's not episodic. It's all standalone. It's an anthology type thing. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if every episode is supposed to be about like a moral quandary and I'm, if that's the case, I'm totally into it. Yeah, sort um, of. Uh, if that's, I mean, and I don't care, and maybe not a, moral quandary a quandary yeah like um this first episode was the prime minister with the oh uh, yeah that's a good one yeah that's that's um now they was like what do you do and i was like what he did I, i don't know how you couldn't and wild show Really looking forward to um, episode two. I let me know when you get to the John Ham episode. Okay, I think you've that's seen all the, the more Hamm I'm going to. Say I've seen about the it. John Ham episode. Is that the one where um, you can get uh, um, like punished by having like your like face digitally altered or whatever, and no one can recognize you? Like you're blocked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like okay. That yeah. one's wild. I think that one's. Fuck so, wild. So that means we've had this conversation before because you probably said to go watch that one and I went and watched it. And I, it I believe like, it was a peer review once like four years ago. Hey, go okay. watch this one episode of Black Mirror. And okay. then- Actually, I think it was six years ago because I think I was in Froghampter. That sounds right. And then um, also um, I found a case of squirt. Nice. And I you raid love- my dad's fridge. <laughs> no, I didn't. But maybe that's where I get it from. <laughs> Um, I didn't even know they still made it. Flavored soda, man. What? It's a grape, a grapefruit flavored soda. Is it really? That's what it bills itself as. I had no idea that's what it was. Now I'm in the squirt. It's uh, and and I will, and I'll capture that. Well, who is it for later? Yeah, yeah. That's that's forever. 
So anyway, if you like what you heard, um, best thing you could do is give us five stars. Tell us, give us a, a recommendation as to what DC character we should rate. Next. Yeah. And if you want to tell us other things, DC related or not, you can do so on any of the socials. All you have to do is search Geek Cast Live. And you can also check out the website that I made at violentpress.com. And if you want to support us in other ways, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live, uh, where one day you will eventually see uh, the video of these episodes um, that we've been doing since we switched to Zoom. Um, and uh, if you want to uh, rep us to your crew, you can do so over at gcl.threadless.com. <laughs> rep us? Please. Please do so. <laughs> gcl.threadless.com. At gcl.threadless.com. See you Jesus. in hell, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye, your grandparents. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus. Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from There Ways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person. But the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.